Welcome to this big special episode of That Big HVAC Show. I'm a very excited big HVAC host, Dwayne Anderson. Why? June 22nd is National HVAC Tech Day. These individuals are essential workers. They keep us comfortable in our places of business and the truly great ones can save you money on how you operate your building. Today, I have four, yes, four guests. Two journeymen, one apprentice, and one organization. But first, let's go grab a cup of coffee from Ohana Estate Coffee. Today, I have Island Medium Roast. Oh, I can smell the milk chocolate and caramel aroma. Oh, oh, the spicy cocoa flavors. You can order yours at ohanacoffeeco.com. That's Ohana, O-H-A-N-A, coffee, C-O-F-F-E-E, co, C-O, dot com. You see, Ohana means family. And my first two guests today are part of my daily HVAC family, and I am thrilled to have them here with me today. First is Vancouver Island's foreman, Justin Griffiths, and then the Kelowna office, the Okanagan region's general foreman, Dustin Sawa. Gentlemen, happy National HVAC Tech Day, and welcome to that big HVAC show. Thank you. Thanks, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, I just thought it'd be an opportunity to... to Talk a little bit about the trade. I mean, being National HVAC Tech Day, and uh, you know your experiences in it. So, um, you know, how, how long have you guys been in the industry? Uh, for myself, I've been in the industry for eighteen years. I basically once I graduated, I I was uh, signed up into the in the in the trade, and um, yeah, haven't looked back since. Yeah, I've been, uh, you got me beat there, Dusty. Uh, I've been in the HVAC industry for approximately 10 years. Um, certainly still a puppy, but, uh, you know, always a student. Yeah, you're always learning in this trade, that's for sure. So why did you guys get into the trade? Um, I got into the trade because of my dad. My dad was a refrigeration mechanic. And uh, actually, when I was 16, um, I started working summers with, uh, with the company that he worked with. Uh, they had built grocery stores, um, so so I welded miles and miles of, of pipe in my uh, during during the summer months, and then I'd go back to school. And then as soon as I graduated, I knew that's uh, that's a career I wanted to pursue. All that welding didn't turn you off? Not at all. You know what it was? It was uh, it was the group of guys I was working with. You know, they're they're younger guys, like they're in their mid twenties. And, uh, and I just felt with those guys, I just felt like it was more of a, a career than a job. You know, I seen like those guys at that time, you know, they're driving, you know, nice trucks and, you know, they, they had, an, you know, nice homes and stuff. And I felt like, you know, they're, they're pretty happy with what they're doing. And, and, you know, it's just something that I wanted to pursue for myself after that. What about why, you, Justin? Why did I get into the trade? Well, when I was in my twenties, I thought I was going to be a rock star. I, I played guitar in a band uh, and we toured around 
had dreams of playing arenas, making millions of dollars, you know, but, uh, when that circus ended, um, and, you know, after I was turned down from being a male model or, you know, Brad Pitt's body double good scenes, I quickly realized that I needed to get into a stable career. Um, when I was younger, I always had, you know, I always was taking things apart using my dad's tools. He was a, uh, a motor winder electrician. Um, you know, I'd take apart my vehicles and whatnot, and I knew I was good with my hands and had had some sort of mechanical aptitude. So trades was a great option for me. Um, and out of all the trades I looked into, the most I was fascinated with was refrigeration and HVAC. So I made the decision and yeah, the rest is history. So, I mean, all the years you guys have been in the industry, you must have some great stories to share. <laughs> What's your best HVAC story? Definitely have a, a lot of stories. And this one was kind of a, a tough one for me to think of because I'm, I'm trying to keep it PG at the same time. But <laughs> so so what I thought was, you know, my best experience and, you know, the, maybe the coolest place I've, I've been while in the trade. And um, and so um, I got sent to the Arctic um, for for two weeks. I got to go to Cambridge Bay and I actually got uh, got stuck in Cambridge Bay for an additional week. Um, so, so I went up there to go, basically they had, uh, mechanical cooling for their freezers and coolers. And I got to turn it off and put it into free air cooling and just use the, the beautiful cold air in the Arctic to chill their product down. And then while twiddling my thumbs in my hotel rooms, there's only so much I could do. Um, actually their, their, their school boiler went down. So, and I was the only HVAC guy in town. So I was able to, uh, to play a superhero role and get my superhero cape on and, and, and get their, their heat turned um, back on to their school there. So I thought that was a neat, neat story. And um, yeah. And uh, j- just the lifestyle out there was, uh, was a pretty big culture, culture shock to me as well. Um, it was pr- pretty neat to see how they, they live out there. So did you go in the winter? I went in the dead of winter. It was like 50 below. Did you and- see the sun? I uh, saw the sun and um, and to the little planes that we we flew there on. We actually from Yellowknife we we flew two and a half three hours and it was too too stormy for us to land. So we had to go um, back to Yellowknife and, and try it again the the uh, the, ne- the next day. So um, yeah, it was quite a quite an experience. Wow, quite the adventure. Yeah, and you know what? You got to be uh, you got to be pretty crafty up there because you only have so many tools and so many parts. So, um, like my dad always said, you got to think like MacGyver and, and just just make it work. <laughs> That's hilarious. I use the MacGyver line all the time. <laughs> awesome. Or, or or red green. Or red green, hundred <laughs> percent. Whatever whatever it takes. Yep. Um. Okay. So, <laughs> my best HVAC story here, fellas. So, you know, I, I'm the same as, uh, as Dusty there. I, I was racking my brain going, okay, I, you know, I got so many great stories. And so I, so I wrote down your best HVAC story. No, uh, uh, you know, uh, try to keep it PG and whatnot. So while well, I thought to myself, well, damn, I can't tell that story. Okay. <laughs> so, so I, so here's my HVAC story, fellas. Um, it, uh, it, it's, it's a dark, and stormy cold morning. So let me lay it out for for you here. It was the first day of my second year school. I'm a little nervous because you know that's when it gets a bit harder, according to the people that I talked to. 
So I'm walking in, I walked into the classroom and, you know, I quickly scanned the room, you know how you do. And right away, I saw a buddy that I went to first year with. Bam, that's where I'm sitting. Okay, right on. <laughs> you know, after I sat down and all the other students started piling into the room, all of a sudden, in walks this gorgeous, pretty girl. I'm like, holy moly, who is that? And she sat down on the opposite side of the classroom. So I couldn't have been more further away from her. You know, one girl and about 15 or so guys, you know, it's not something you think is, is, you know, common in a generally male dominated trade, but there she was. So class begun and, and we were off. Um, I remember eventually having to do a, uh, a group activity and I went straight over and I asked her if we could be partners. Um, fast forward. We have third year together, we have fourth year together, and we end up getting our tickets together. Um, I'd like to report, uh, gentlemen, that I ended up marrying her. Her name is her name is Olivia. Oh, hey, and, that's awesome! And uh, and we have two beautiful children, Grace and Jack, and we live in a beautiful home here on Vancouver Island. And um, you know, I, I think back to first meeting her and and to now. <laughs> I still think in my head, in what world did I think that that girl would end up with a tall, goofy looking fellow like me? <laughs> no. So wow. here, here's, uh, here's, here's a message for all the young fellows out there or people for that matter. Take the chance because you never know. Awesome. That's a great story. So guys, why would you encourage someone to get in the HVAC industry? Um, well, for, for myself, you know, almost been in, in it for, for 20 years, um, you know, for, for myself, I've been through a recession and I've been through a pandemic and both have showed that uh, our trade isn't slowing down. And a benefit, I, I believe, about the uh, the HVAC refrigeration trade, it's not saturated. You're, you're seeing baby boomers starting to retire. And, you know, I know for myself, you're, you're really having a hard time even trying to find guys out in the field to hire. So, you know, it, um, our trade compared to other trades, I feel like there's more more of a demand for it. So if you want to, you know, I'm going to say guarantee uh, guarantee work. Um, you know, it's definitely the the trade to choose, in in my opinion. I would totally agree with you, Dusty. Um, absolutely. And you know, you really great bring up great points. And I did I didn't think of those when I when I saw that question. You know, like we went through a pandemic, we went through a recession. You know, that our job's pretty secure. Isn't it? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. The gro grocery stores aren't going anywhere and people are always going to need heating and cooling. And um, yeah. And even just colleges, right? Like every college they'll, they'll, they'll have, you know, plumbing or electrical or carpentry, but not too many colleges have uh, HVAC or refrigeration. So um, just that alone doesn't pump a lot of guys out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would encourage anyone to get into the HVAC industry for, uh, definitely, you know, a number of reasons. Um, it's, it's certainly re rewarding on, on many different levels. You know, you can't ignore that it's a well-paying career, you know, slash apprenticeship, uh, you know, where you don't sink yourself in a mountain of school debt to gain the training required for the trade. Um, the, you know, there's also so many directions you can go. Um, maybe you're the type of person that likes to travel and install, like you're saying, install big supermarkets, like where you started. Yep. or or be in, be a service mechanic who has a new challenge to solve pretty much every day that's that's me that's where i 
love. I love to be problem solving. Or, you know, maybe you could go into the industrial side of the business and work on ice rinks and, you know, production facilities or oil and gas. It's, it's kind of endless. So as soon as you kind of get into school and figure it out and get on the tools and, you know, you can kind of go, you can choose which direction you want to go. You know, um, one, uh, another kind of, I was trying to think outside the box here, just, you know, for perhaps a, a young person maybe listening to the, the show and, deciding whether or not to get into the trade one of the big reasons for me is the people um i like being around other people um refrigeration mechanics and and the people within this industry are some of the smartest and driven people that i know so i really like surrounding myself with these types of people it makes me a better person it makes me a better father a better friend you know we're all uh, we're all on the pursuit of happiness you know and and by surrounding yourself with good people like like yourself, Dusty and Dwayne, you know, driving home at the end of the day uh, is extremely satisfying, you know, and I think that that is important to say, because I mean, don't get me wrong, you're going to run into some some nitwits out there for sure. But majority of the people in this industry are very, very uh, wonderful people. Yeah, I, uh, I, I definitely agree with you on that, that point as well. And um, yeah, like 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 you said about uh, like a rewarding job, like like you said, when you drive home, you know, and it was a really tough, uh, tough call. Maybe it took you a couple, couple days or, or whatever it is to, to, you know, to find what the problem was. And then you find it, you know, I always just laugh and joke and say that I got my superhero cape cause I'm, I'm Superman, but you know, that's yeah. kind of how, yeah. how I feel once I figure it out, especially if there's maybe guys before you, um, that couldn't figure it out that that's, you know, that's, I love the challenge. I, I love I love the dynamic. Like you said, it's, it's such a wide trade, diverse trade to get into. And you're never really working on the same thing every day. You're always challenged. So being complacent, you know, I, I feel like you're, it's hard to get complacent in our trade. You're always, you know, you're always engaged. You're always working on pretty neat equipment. Yeah, um, oh, definitely. Yeah. And it's never the same thing every day. Like, no, it, never, it's never always something different. Yeah. Especially, you know, living in a beautiful you know, area like BC and you get to drive around and uh, that's what I love about it too. You know, sipping the morning coffee, you know, you're, you're cruising to uh, uh, the town beside you and it's, and it's just beautiful. You know, yeah. you're not, you're not stuck in an office. Um, so, yeah. And all those, all those points. I mean, we might be a little biased, but uh, <laughs> all of those are, all of those are true. Absolutely. I encourage anyone who wants to get in the trade to, to have at her. We need people. Let's go. Give me a call. We're hiring. Well, guys, I appreciate you spending time with me today and uh, uh, celebrating National HVAC Tech Day. And I hope you guys have a good day. Thanks for joining me. Well, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks very much, Dwayne. It was fun. All right. Take care, guys. Okay. See you later, Take guys. Care. It is so great to work with those two. Excuse me. I need to take a sip of my Ohana Estate coffee. Oh, still warm. As mentioned in our previous interviews, the HVAC trade is a male-dominated industry. Olivia Griffiths, Justin's wife, isn't the only one in the industry. There are more and more women in HVAC. With this next guest, through business networking, my path crossed with hers pre-COVID. 
She's in the lower mainland. She's an apprentice with a in the HVAC industry, and she is also the president of the Women in HVAC Canada. Happy National HVAC Tech Day, Jessica Bannister. Welcome to that big HVAC show. Well, thank you so much, Dwayne. Thank you for having me. So how long have you been in the HVAC industry? Myself, I've been in the HVAC industry for about three years now, but I've been around HVAC for my entire life. My dad was an apprentice for his dad back in the 70s. So by the time I was born, he was fully qualified and I've always been around HVAC. However, when I was choosing a career for myself, the trades, especially HVAC, was never even offered to me. And to be honest, it wasn't even considered for myself. Whereas my brother followed my dad's footsteps and went into HVAC right after high school. And that's kind of what I'm trying to trying to do now with my, my social media and with this organization, Women in HVAC Are Canada, is to try and raise more awareness and support for ladies and girls exploring careers in the trades. So, I mean, you're essentially third, gener- third generation in the HVAC industry. Yep, it's kind of cool. And it is <laughs> figuratively and literally. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, so I, I guess normally I ask people why they get into the trade, but you know, looking at your LinkedIn profile, you had your own business for a while and then and around the industry. And then what made you pick up the tools? Well, it was, um, I was, I had the opportunity to work for my family's business. And when I started working for Cam Cool, I was in the office for a good nine months because that's where my skill set was. But I was having difficulty doing my job in an administrative way. I had trouble quoting and invoicing. And not only that, my dad and my brother would come back from, you know, working out in the field with all these cool stories about these interesting places they went to and, you know, challenges they, they overcame and problems they solved. And I was like, why are they going out there without me? <laughs> Besides, I have no idea the difference between a contactor and a compressor and a condenser. They all sound the same to me. Knowing now, they're very different. That's a little <laughs> embarrassing to say. But that's what I was faced with. So I asked them if I could go on, on a few ride-alongs with them and found that I was spending more days a week out in the field with them than I was in the office. So I registered in British Columbia as an apprentice. That's great. Yeah, there are a lot of interesting things you see when you get out in the field. And not, oh, yes. Not just the understanding of the differences in piece of equipment, but just the behind-the-scenes stuff that you see. I, I've always enjoyed Absolutely. that myself. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so recently you had a, an, an accomplishment in the HVAC industry. Would you like to share that with us? Well, I successfully finished my level two of refrigeration training. In, uh, in British Columbia, we have to do four levels of technical training and 7,200 hours in the field. And just uh, about a month ago, April 16th, I wrote my final exam for level two. And I'm very excited to move on to level three next year. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So out of all the stuff you've seen out there and on the tools in the last three years or so, what is your best HVAC story? Oh, there's so many because I get so excited so quickly and easily. <laughs> I think I think every single crane day is the most exciting and stressful day. I've worked on equipment that ha- that keeps lobsters cool, and I've been in factories that that make cardboard and 
tissue paper and grains and wheat. I've been to so many cool different places. And a lot of the times there's a big um, authorized only access, big sign that I get to go behind. So <laughs> it's very exciting. <laughs> yeah, definitely for sure. And you're right. Anytime there's a crane involved, uh, even yep. from an HVAC sales guy, I have to be <laughs> close by somewhere. Crane day. So exciting. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So uh, you mentioned earlier um, the women in HVAC and our Canada. Maybe you could tell us a little bit, Jessica, how you got involved with them. So one, one great thing came out of COVID. Everything went online. There was an organization in Ontario that has an annual Women Empowering Women conference that because of COVID last year, they moved it to Zoom and they opened it up to the rest of Canada. And so I attended this online conference for two days. And that's where I, I saw Natalie speak and Natalie announced this organization that she was interested in launching with awesome. uh, herself and another person. And uh, it's just been kind of rolling from there. It's very exciting. Let's introduce our final guest. She's the owner of Brooks Heating and Air in Georgetown, Ontario. And she is the co-founder of Women in HVAC Canada. Natalie Brooks, welcome to that big HVAC show. So, hi. Thanks for having me on, Dwayne. So, we actually, uh, me and a few other women in the trades, and, and I'm actually not on the tools. I actually own an HVAC company with my husband, um, and I've never been on the tools. But we did find that we, we're always discussing how there's not enough staff. There's not enough people on the tools, period. Um, and really, we're missing 50% of the population by not um, acknowledging that women should get into the trades, so we, a few of us decided to get together a couple of years ago, actually, we met and we wanted to see if there was, it would be a viable thing to start a group to uh, support both um, apprentices, people getting into the trades and women that are already in the trades. So um, things got kind of cooled down once, uh, once um, COVID hit and like like Jessica said, once I just I was invited to speak, and I thought, you know, I'll use this platform to try and get drum up some information, drum up some interest in in this group of women. So, uh, and the the fantastic thing is is that we're a national group now. We weren't we were originally just a GTA group to to start, but now we've got women all the way from Newfoundland all the way to BC and everything in between. So it's fantastic. I'm really happy to get this going. Wow. No, that is fantastic. So is it just for women on the tools? So no, we actually, um, we, the, the group itself, anyone can join. It's all about being an ally in the uh, industry, right? So okay. it's all about, we're, we just want to have people that are interested in getting women um, advanced in getting them on the tools, having more people to hire, um, and, and just supporting. So, so you know, we want to show that there's bosses out there that are looking to hire women, um, you know, industry leaders that are that are looking to support us. So we actually have a, a gentleman on our board of directors who um, owns a company and he's very eager to, to see more women on the tools as well. So we really don't want to That's make it a girls club. We, we want to make it an everybody club that supports women. So... What does this organization provide to its members? 
So right now, um, our membership, we just launched our membership drive. So um, mostly we're doing, we'll be doing networking. Um, there will be mentoring aspects so people can go on, um, you know, if they're just getting into the, into the trades, they have a chance to talk to women on the tools like Jessica. Um, so we'll have a mentoring program. We have partnered with several schools already. Uh, we will be offering a um, scholarship. So that will be tied together right now. We've got uh, Humber College, Georgian College, and uh, Niagara Skills Academy. They're all interested in being partnering with us. Um, And then we also have a job board actually right on on our website. So one of the exciting things from being, having our website launched and, and people seeing it, we all of a sudden had all these employers saying, hey, can I post a job on your website? Because I'm looking for people. People, Companies are always looking for people. The fact that they're women, that's even better. But, you know, there's there's just such a shortage of technical trade staff out there that we really need to do everything we can, right? Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's amazing. How do you attract new members? Are you just getting the word out now or... Well, it's kind of funny because we were, we've been trying to get this website up and running and there's so many different aspects. We've got, uh, we have a board of directors. That's the initial women that were, are people that were interested in supporting us. So we've got, they're really they're the people that launched the, the whole group, like Jessica and um, many others. So um, one of the things right now is that we have a member drive going so that we're really hoping to get everybody on board um, everybody on our board of directors already has, you know, 30 or 40 women that they know that are eager to get on board. And, and like I said, it doesn't wow. need to be women, but we were just trying to send it out to everyone and contact as many people as possible to get excited about this. And wow. then we'll be looking for sponsorship as well. So if there's oh. companies out there that want to sponsor us to show, you know, we're supporting women where, and you know, that's a, it's a very important thing right, right now. <laughs> with the internet you're based everywhere but you're you're in ontario and i'm in ontario yes and, and jessica is the president and she's out here in the greater vancouver area <laughs> yep so it truly is a, a national a national group yeah um, yep. <laughs> we've got someone in winnipeg we've got lots in the gta um we definitely have some east coasters it's lots of fun so yeah it's a great group that's that's awesome, and it, as we learned with COVID, the power of Zoom or being to meet over video conferencing, Skype or what have you, it's makes uh, it unites everybody regardless of where you are. For sure, for sure, and actually, it's funny now with the internet, um, we got uh, reached the the women in HVAC America. They reached out to us and said, "Hey, like, you know, what are you guys doing up there? Let's talk." And so we had a great meeting with them. They're super excited about having a a sister group in Canada Um, and they actually have helped us with a lot of you know things that they've they've been in business for 12 years already so instead of us reinventing the wheel they've sent us so much information and so much help on how to get sponsors and members and things like that and we've decided to partner with them um, and be allies in the same in the same cause so we're really excited about that too yeah exactly it's always nice to get a hand from a big sister you might say that's right that's right yeah Yeah, for sure so where can our listeners find women in hvac 
So our website is www.womeninhvac.ca. Um, our technical name is Women in HVAC Canada, um, but we had already registered the, the URL with the .ca. Um, yeah, so we're actually technically Women in HVAC Canada. HVAC R, sorry, with the yeah. refrigeration. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I said, noticed... we're always growing and <laughs> expanding. I noticed the R got added. <laughs> yes, the R got added, the Canada got added. We're all, it's all just a learning game for us right now, right? So. Oh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's great. So um, if I may, yeah. check out our website. And of course, we're on all the socials. So check us out on Instagram, on Facebook, yes. and on LinkedIn. We're trying to feature women in HVAC and share information, uh, for example, about our apprenticeship incentive grants that we have here in Canada. Um, so yeah, find us on the socials. And that, that's kind of your thing, isn't it? Just it sure is. <laughs> She's our rock star. She's so, our social media rock star. <laughs> it, 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 the, that big HVAC show on Instagram follows HVAC Jess. <laughs> right, of course. Yeah. And I didn't put it all together until, you know, uh, <laughs> until Natalie, you said, well, you have to get a hold of Jessica. I'm like, oh, and then it all came together. So HVAC world is a small world. It is a very it small is. world. It yeah. is really small. And we always say that in the industry, you know, like, I mean, many of us are competitors, but we tend to be friendly competitors because we see each other at trade shows and we swap stories or, you know, we're, we're on dealer incentive trips and things like that. And it's, it's wonderful to see people and, and, you know, we're all in the same boat kind of thing. Right. So oh, exactly. It's a, it's a wonderful little, it's a big community, but it's also a very small community. Small community. Yeah. Exactly. Great. I appreciate uh, your guys' time today on joining me on that big HVAC show. Is there anything else you want to tell our listeners before we go? Um, well, we, we look forward to everyone checking out our website and, and join us if you can, or find one of, uh, if you, if you work for someone that uh, has deep pockets that would love to sponsor us, we're always looking for sponsors so that we could get some, uh, you know, scholarships out there for the, the young ladies that are getting into the trade. And if anyone is like wanting to join us, uh, hop onto our website. We have a registration form that you can fill out um, and that will send us all of your information for a follow-up. Yeah. We have a special rate for students as well. So um, there's uh, a rate for regular members and then as well for students, it's a little bit less so that, because we understand that students have uh, lots of other expenses to deal with. So, Well, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you very much for having us, Dwayne. Thank you so much, Dwayne. All right. Take care, ladies. Again, that website for my last two guests is womeninhvac.ca. So a big HVAC show thank you to all the guests today, Justin, Dustin, Natalie, and Jessica. Thank you for coming out and celebrating National HVAC Tech Day. If you have any questions about this topic, please send an email to thatbighvacshow at gmail.com. You can connect with the show on social media too. Search at That Big HVAC Show on Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. And a big HVAC show thank you for taking the time to celebrate National HVAC Tech Day with us and this special episode. Lastly, please remember that this is your podcast. If there's anything in that big HVAC world you want to learn more about, 
please let me know. I look forward to your input. Happy National HVAC Tech Day. Until next month, dream big, work smart, be safe. Thank you.